Hi, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, so I'm going to be doing my British accent again tonight, and um, it's like a little uh, form of acting that I really enjoy, so um, I hope that you do as well. I know uh, my residents that I work with at the dementia um, facility, I know they enjoy it actually. And I'll do it with them sometimes. Um, but tonight's topic is just kind of little things here and there in my day that um, I'd like to share with you. And not not every day is grandiose for for me, and um, but every day is important. There are little things that um, that are just <laughs> that are just. Uh, enjoyable little moments in time that make you smile make you laugh make you think that are just enjoyable and I just want to share that with you for whoever is listening to my podcast and wants a window into my mind so um, for for anyone listening to this who have never listened to my podcast I work in a dementia facility with residents who are in various stages of dementia. Everything from um, being able to hold a conversation but lacking memory to not being able to hold a conversation at all um, and not really talking. So, um, <laughs> so to start off with a funny moment in time, um, a funny moment from today, there is this one resident who is pretty bad off in her dementia. She is um, about the height as me, a little shorter, um, and you do not want to be on her bad side because she um, actually will get physical with you. So, um, and she can be a bit difficult. Some of her sentences do not make sense, and she um, oftentimes talks about um, her cats, um, animals, I think she used to work somewhere with animals, um, or like a veterinarian, or she did animal rescue, um, but she, um, she's quite, she is not really a nice person, to be honest, um, in how she speaks most of the time, so, she, and she's very rude. Um, there are dementia residents who are in bad stages of their dementia, and yet they are not rude. <laughs> so um, it just goes to show that um, dementia does not—it does affect—it does affect your character, but overall, the character that you had before is the character that you have within dementia, and this <laughs> is not really nice as. Um, and so it makes uh, it makes dealing with her a bit more difficult, and it requires a lot more patience um, because of her kind of rude behaviour um, and tendency to get physical. So, um, luckily, I am a very I'm actually a very extremely patient person. So, um, the resident, uh, the only way, so now I'm going to tell you the story, so just 
the only way to get this resident into her room is to bribe her, <laughs> or not bribe her, but um, it is to like convince her with her cats actually. So she has these she has these two cats in her room, and they're fake cats and they're stuffed cats, and but she like she's just so obsessed with her cats and she will talk about them uh, to different residents at random times but they're like in her mind they're real cats like she's talking about real cats that she used to have when she lived on her own and she kind of just they kind of go through their memory things that they remember they kind of discuss that to other residents at random times when it pops up so she might talk to a resident and say you know so you're gonna help me with blah 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 with animals, um, and <laughs> and they just kind of listen to her. But anyway, so in order to get her to go to her room, I mention her cats and I say, hey, you know, um, let's go. And she could because she never wants to go to her room. Um, she's like claustrophobic, and um, but you have to get her to her room so she can sleep. Um, so you know she can't sleep in the middle of of the facility <laughs> she can't sleep in the couch all the time so I have to get her to go to her room where she is claustrophobic um, so I'm like let's go and let's go check on your cats let's go feed your cats let's go um, you know just go, let's go take care of your cats and that's the only way I can get her to go to her room for bedtime and get her clothes on is to mention her cats because she just ne she never wants to go with me to her room, um, so <laughs> and she never wants to wear shoes either. Uh, there's a lot of nevers with her. Anyway, so I got her, I get her to her room, and at this point she's looking at her cats and she's going, and this is every single day, every single day she's like, those aren't real cats, those are not real cats, and I'm like, that's right, those are not real cats, but. You can't have real cats here, so that's the best that you can do. Like this is, this is it. This is the best that you got. And you know, but you know, so we got to take care of these cats. So she comes in, and um, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get your pajamas on, so you can go to bed with your kitty cats. So I like, get her pajamas, and it is always, always a struggle to get those clothes off her and get the pajamas on to her, like. This girl, this lady will get physical. I think she's like in her fifties. She's in her like late fifties, um, six or in her sixties, late sixties. So it's not really that old. She doesn't look that old. She's probably in her sixties. But anyway. But yeah, like every time I try to get close on this lady, it's like she wants to get physical with me. Um and she doesn't go to the bathroom on her own she doesn't remember so she goes in her her um adult briefs adult diapers basically so um always she's always got something in there i've always got to put new adult diapers on her um and she's always you know and um and then get her in her pajamas and it's always a struggle so i have to have like an i try to do it by myself and sometimes i'm able to and sometimes i'm not so I got, like, this time I had to get, um, a, another, I had to get, um, another CNA to come and help me, and so they came into the room to help me, because she wanted to get physical, 
um, and I'm always very calm about it so like uh, all the other residents have no problem with the way that I talk to them I talk to them very nicely and patiently and calmly just as I am talking right now um, but yet she just doesn't know it's like she just never likes it so I um we finally finally get her um, bottoms on her pants on and their long johns and because that's what the only thing that she had clean in her jaw well was long johns and so I got the pink long johns on her and I got her pajama shirt on her and she's and she, she looks down with like serious intention and just like um Con- conviction in her voice so just I don't know she just looks down with this seriousness and she points and pulls at her patch and says and where are these going what I do what do I do with no yeah she said where the- and where are these going and I said they are going to bed that's where they're going she was referring to the patch she literally had on that I literally just put on her but she's like and where are these going um <laughs> and I just told her I'm like those are going to bed. That's where they're going. Meaning, uh, she is going to bed in them. They are going to bed. She is going to bed. And the um, the other CNA just laughs in the background because she was like standing off in the distance at this point. Um, <laughs> because I can handle the rest once I get the clothes on her. But she's just laughing at me by the way that I said it because it's not something that you think about. I think it's just not something, a reaction that people don't typically think about. They, may, they might say, like, what do you mean? Those pants are on you. You know, those are your pants. You're keeping them on. You're wearing them. But she she literally means, in her head, she literally means, like, where are these going? What am I doing with these or whatever? Where are these going? And And, and I just told her, they are going to bed. Like referring to them as if they are like, and anyway, I just thought it was hilarious. The CNA thought it was hilarious, and because <laughs> everything was just difficult with her. So at this point, when I said that, which is really comical, she's like, and we just both laughed at it. But and she got herself in bed. She sat her. She 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 listened to what I said. She sat her butt in bed. Lifted her pants. She lifted them into bed. And they lay down in bed, and and it was it was done. Um, but she's one of those residents that I came in with a food car one time, and she was like, um, "Tell me, there's no children in there," and I'm like, "That is so random." There's a food cart and bring it in and she says, Tell me there's no children in there. But yeah, she just has some off the wall things sometimes. Um it's just really off the wall things. So that's one thing. And I guess you just had to be in that moment for it to be that funny, but it was just really funny to me. Um then the next thing is there is this resident and she um, when I first when I first came to like introduce myself to her and interact with her, she would get somewhat hostile towards me, and I think it was because she didn't really know me, and I didn't really know her, and she um, 
she is she's like somewhat with it and so some of these residents you, you do kind of have to like physically guide them because they will never go in the direction that you need them to go if you don't physically guide them and so until you kind of understand them some some people depending on how quiet they are how unresponsive they seem um in the beginning I tried physically guiding them and she was one of those who was like quiet and I tried physically guiding her and she did not appreciate it and so I eventually learned that her quietness did not mean that she wasn't with it um it was just that she wasn't really talking to me because she didn't know me and it's also related to her like personality um but as she got to know me and as I got to know her she um after experiencing some some like physical exchanges from her her attempting to like get physical with me um after like trying to guide her like putting my hand on her back and trying to guide her somewhere at one point like pushing her towards one pushing her towards somewhere um because literally literally some of these patients some of these residents um will not do anything that you ask them to do and if you want to change them or if you want to get them into bed you literally have to like physically guide them and so anyway it's not like doing some it it's it's not it's not anything rude or mean or abusive it is just simply you must physically guide this person to their room for them to ever go to the room and use the bathroom you must physically guide this you know you must kind of physically push and guide this person somewhere for them to go there whether to wander random places and never take a shower never go to the bathroom never go to sleep it is that bad for some of these residents so anyway but now she's one of my favorite people actually she's one of my favorite people and and I've been contemplating on her a lot lately and this is why she I observe her on a daily basis and she's um a black lady she's an african-american lady and um she is like has some she's not petite um she's probably like she's my she's like my frame a little bit shorter but a little bit not as petite as me as me in frame um she's a bit more beefy um but still like smaller and um, but she has this like very she has this really sweet voice and even though her words don't make sense she talks she always talks in a manner that's very like like she cares like you know are you she actually makes out things like you okay like she'll just she'll come up to me and ask, like I'll be like washing their dishes at the sink because that's a part of my job is feeding them and I also help to wash the dishes so then she'll come up to me when I'm washing dishes and she'll be like are you okay how are you okay um or she like she'll basically say something and it doesn't really make sense the words don't really make sense but I've come to understand that what she's doing is she's asking me if I need anything if I need any help and I say you know no I'm good um the irony in that is that 
the words in her head or the intention in her head is to offer assistance, but the words that come out are not don't make sense. They're not relaying that message. Um, but it's kind of like you something that you kind of come to learn with her, but because and she always kind of speaks with very minimal words, but you kind of get a message. Um, anyway, but, and then she also, she like, she'll try, she, she will attempt to go into other residents' room, and they socialize in one another's rooms, like, they can do what they want, but they, um, she wants to go, she wants to go into other residents' room and make their bed, and anytime I go to to go into a residence room, she wants to come with me. She wants to come with me and she wants to help me make their beds or she wants to organize or um, she wants me to walk with her. Um, or if I'm like working on one side or the other, she'll like come and hang out with me. Um, she'll want to be near me and um, or if like a resident is being, if another resident is being um, kind of wild, and I'm trying to deal with them. She will come around and try to help me calm them down, even though she can't even speak very well. Um, and she doesn't really know what's going on, but she'll try to kind of like defend me or protect me or aid me in kind trying to calm the resident down. <laughs> and she herself can be one that can get riled up, but, but it typically not. Um, but she, she just has this, she has this gentle spirit that I didn't really sense in the beginning because I didn't know her and the, and I wasn't interacting with her in the manner that I needed to. Um, and anyway, but I am now. But she has this... The thing that I've been observing and really enjoying with her is that she doesn't, she doesn't say words that make sense. Um... But the tone in which she says it, and the intention, and the words that she actually means, or like what she's actually trying to relay, but doesn't actually get out in words, it all kind of compiles to to give me this understanding of her, um, and this feeling within, when I'm within her presence, that she is this very sweet, caring person and very like welcoming and an accepting person and and every time I'm around her and she just starts speaking I just I feel I feel cared about and I feel at peace when I'm around her because of her gentle loving spirit and she was a mother she was a mother and I I think to myself you know I can only imagine her as a mother and she definitely has the hard hand. <laughs> she she has shown me that she has the hard hand, but at the same time, she has this like such loving spirit about her, to where like she is one. She doesn't make sense when she comes up to ask me um, things most of the time, but I get what she's asking. The words are not make sense, but I get what she's asking, and um, and then. And she'll, and she'll come up to me and she'll actually make sense and say, are you okay? And she's the only resident that does that. She's the only resident that comes up to me and asks me if I'm okay. And 
and she's just so sweet. And this dementia, so this dementia resident that I care for is trying to care for me and, um, and wants to spend time with me and, and every time I'm around her, like I said, I just feel at ease and it's a wonderful feeling. It's a wonderful feeling to be around her. And so this, you know, what this dementia resident has done is this dementia resident has really inspired me in to try to mirror, to mirror that same gift. She, I want to make other people feel as she makes me feel. And it's, it's, a, it's what I have tried to do, is what I've tried to do before her. But as we encounter different people in our lives, they, you know, they, they encourage us, they encourage what is already there, as well as they encourage new things. Well, she has continuously, um, every time I interact with her, she continuously encourages what is already there, um, but even more so, <laughs> because she's a dementia resident and she's yet encouraging me in a still just in being who she is just in being who she is she's encouraging me to to try to do the same thing by the manner in which I speak to people by showing that I care by wanting I want to I want to create the atmosphere of of softness and kindness and acceptance that she creates for me and um, I want to provide other people with that feeling um, because it's a wonderful feeling it's a wonderful feeling to give people and and when I feel it from her I'm reminded of myself I'm reminded of myself and the way that she behaves <laughs> and um, and it just kind of makes me want, it reminds me and makes me want to turn around and do that for other people. But I love, I love being around her when I go to the residence, um, when I'm there. She's my favorite person. I love being around her. <laughs> this nonsensical resident that I can somewhat, I can like, like read her mind, it seems. She, um, She's just a sweet person, and I hope that if you can, I hope that if you can with people, you can try to gather as much calmness and peace and love and care, sincere care. Um, and like just you know and give that to the people around you if you have the energy the power if you have the, the caring accepting um, heart within if you can give that to other people if you can create an atmosphere that causes people to feel such at peace and calm then then why not do that? Why not give that to people? It is such a wonderful feeling. It's such a wonderful feeling. It's like think think about the person think about the person in your life. 
who made you feel so at home. They just, you know, and maybe it wasn't even family. Maybe it was a friend. Maybe it was a stranger. Maybe it was, I don't know, just whoever. Just think about someone in your life who just, you went, when you were in their presence, you felt at such peace. You felt peace and calmness and and love and acceptance and the way that they carried themselves or the way that they spoke to you, the way that they made you feel and the atmosphere that they gave you, what you felt when you were in the atmosphere that they created for you by just their presence, just by just their presence alone. And think about that. Think about how you felt that person, how that person made you feel. And if you can create that atmosphere for other people, then why not do it? And I think, I think it is the healthiest of all. It is the, it is the healthiest of all to try to 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 give that atmosphere to other people of of calmness and. Um, and just love and acceptance Um, because within that it's like it's like your worries fade away your worries fade away and and happiness has healthy soil to grow in and, and and when you're at peace it's like it's like learning and knowledge is, is uh, you know, at your fingertips. It's like the only thing that you really need to worry about is just loving yourself, and and just you know, loving loving the world and looking around you and enjoying enjoying life. When people when people set you at ease and people make you. You know, just it's just something about that atmosphere. It's very, very healthy, and I just want to create. I want to give that same atmosphere to other people. And so I tried doing that today in um, a very small way. I tried doing that today and and listening to my coworkers. And I went, went to Starbucks and I bought them. Um, they didn't give me any money. I just bought them a drink. I bought them both a drink. Um, one lady said she didn't have any money, and um, I, I just said, can I get you something at Starbucks? And she said, oh, yeah, well, um, I would like something at Starbucks, but I don't have any money. And I said, it's okay, I'll get you, I can buy it for you. Um, and then I just surprised another lady by getting her something. She didn't ask me, I just got it for her. And so I went to Starbucks, and I got it, boom, <laughs> I bought um, myself Starbucks, and I got them Starbucks on my break, and brought it back for them. Um, and just trying to listen to them and, um, yeah, just trying to create an atmosphere of care. And so part of that is not having them worry about paying me or anything like that and just giving them, just giving them something, you know, giving them a gift, taking care of them, giving them something that new, makes them happy and pleases them, um, spoiling them, I guess. So, but yeah, like every time, every time I go, 
and work at this residence and I'm around her, I always give her a hug. I always give her a hug and I say, oh, I love you. I tell her that I, tell her that I love her and give her a hug and, um, <laughs> and she says she loves me back. And, um, and we walk together and, yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. And we talk occasionally. I'll sit there and I'll talk to her. But let's see, what was the another thing? Oh, so she put this rubber band, this that resident put a rubber band around her wrist. And um, one of the CNAs was concerned because they're like, oh, it looks like it's cutting off your circulation. You should take it off. And so when she asked, when she asked her to take the, the rubber band off of her arm um, to just stop cutting off circulation because it just, it just looked tight, um, she was like, no. Basically, she was like, no, I'm going to leave it on. <laughs> and I, I thought to myself, you know, She's such a caring person. I bet you, I bet that instead of asking her to take it off, just, just, and, and with the with the argument of it's cutting off your circulation, like she asked, the um when we did ask her to take it, I didn't ask her. The other scene I asked, <laughs> she was like, take it off. I don't want you to cut off your circulation. She said, no, it's good. I'm I'm gonna leave it on. It's good. I'm like. I started laughing to myself. I was like, that's so her. Um, but so then I'm like, you know what What else is her? I thought to myself, what else is her is that she's so caring. She's caring and she's she's giving, at least towards me anyway. So I, so I said, I was like, I bet, I bet if I ask her to give it to me, if I, I could, if I could have it as a gift, she would give it to me because she's so caring like that. She's like, loving in that manner and so I wanted to test it out I was like let me see if I can get it off of her in this manner um, asking her in this way um, so I was like can I have that may I have can I have can I have that um, rubber band may I put it on my wrist and she said yeah here you go and so she took it off she took it off right then there. No arguing, no like, uh, you know, not second thought. She was just like, yeah, here you go. You can have it. And she gave it to me and I was like, that is so her. She's so, so funny. You ask her to take it off for her, for her own health. And she's like, nah, it's good. You ask for her to give it away, however. You ask for her to be generous and give it away. Ask, 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 it, ask for it as if you admire it and she will give it away. Isn't that ironic? That is so ironic to me and comical and and just I don't know it made my heart so happy that it's just funny to me that she would give something away that she wanted because you asked her for it like she she wanted to keep it on her she didn't know it's good I'm gonna keep it on my hand um but if you asked her to give it away if you made it seem like it would make you happy if she gave it to you then she gives it to you and that's so sweet it's sweet because she wanted to give it to me because I made it seem so it would make me happy if she gave it to me. And so she took it off without a second thought. She took it off her arm and gave it to me. I was like, oh my God, she is so sweet. Can't get her to take it off for her for her own health, but I can give it to, get her to give it to me for my happiness. <laughs> it, just, it just cracked me up. You know, it's things like that. And... Um, and other hilarious things 
like there's this I meant to tell this story I meant to tell this story um, of this one guy so there's one, I'm going to try to tell, say it really quickly because it's 32 minutes long so there's this older guy he's an, an older black man and he um, he's like 6 foot something he's pretty tall he's a big man um, not like overweight but just big he's like broadly built but he's so sweet so sweet um and typically um typically like men the men that i've dealt with in dementia some of them can get like i don't know difficult to deal with but anyway this he is so sweet and he used to be a coach this guy used to be a coach of um like basketball football at uh, a school like a middle school high school and so people call him coach and and he really does like he tries to talk, take care of everybody pretty much but there's this one lady and she he thinks that he thinks that she is his grandmother or his mother or something like that so so she's <laughs> so this lady um she gets up and the one who that she thinks is his grandmother she gets up and she pull, takes a chair and she pulls the chair like 20 feet. She's pulling the chair like 20 feet, just kind of dragging it around. And they're allowed to do stuff and it's good exercise. And so, you know, if she wants to drag a chair 20 feet, I would let her drag a chair 20 feet because it's good exercise. So, um, however, he, uh, when he sees her do that, he's like, he goes up to her and talks to her as if he if she is his grandmother in fact his grandmother she says and he says what are you doing why are you moving this chair why didn't you ask me to move that chair for you why didn't you ask me you know you and he gets so upset at her he gets so upset because she didn't ask, because his you know quote unquote grandmother didn't ask him to move the chair for her and so he comes up to me as I'm washing dishes and I watched it go on. I'm watching and started laughing to myself. I'm laughing to myself because he's got this, he's got this such like innocent face about him. He's, he's this really tall man and he wears glasses, but he's got this like, I don't know, he's got this very unique face and it's just so, it's just so, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but it's just like an innocent kind of dorky looking face. And, and, and he's just staring at her with these kind of, he's got these dramatic eyes. Um, and they're just, they crack me up um, the way that he uses them sometimes. So he's like looking at her and he's like, guys, eyes wide as possible. Like he's staring, and he's staring at her with her with these very shocked disappointed eyes and he's like why didn't you why didn't what and he's got this voice too that i can't mimic unfortunately but he's got this voice and he's like why go why didn't you you know why didn't you ask me why didn't you ask me to to move that chair um so anyway but she doesn't she doesn't pay him any mind at all and she keeps walking and he's like looks at me gives me this like are you seeing this happening are you seeing this happening kind of look and looks back at her and looks at me and I look at her and, I'm, and I laugh and I say you know women are going to do what they want to do and he looks at me and he says 
and he, and he like sighs and he cocks his head and agrees and says yeah yeah but that doesn't mean that you know but they should she should still ask he was so upset that she didn't ask him to help her but I can't really explain to him that she's not going to ask him and that if she wants to pull she just kind of does random things this is one of his residences kind of does random things um and that's one of them she like like pulling a chair 20 from one point to another point 20 feet or more actually it was like I don't know 30 feet probably that she pulled this chair <laughs> but he was so cute because he ended it by saying by talking to me and me telling him you know she's gone she's a woman I told him you know I looked at him seriously and I said you know she's a woman and she's gonna do what she wants to do <laughs> and he just smiled and said, yeah, I know, but she said he's asked. And then I was like, yeah, but she's okay. Um, and if she wants your help, she'll ask. And he, he stands there with this, like, just, you know, look. And I'm like, what's he going to say next? And he said, yeah. He's like, stuff like that makes me want to drink. And I just, I don't know what it was, but it just cracked me up because he just stood there with this like serious gaze with his hands on his hips and he's like, you know, and he just sighs and he's like, God, things like that make me want to drink. And that just, I don't know, just cracked me up inside. Like, I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard because, I mean, number one, it's not even his grandma. Number two, she doesn't even know what she's doing. She's just dragging this chair around. I mean, she does, she does know what she's doing, but she doesn't at the same time. And she's dragging this chair 30 feet just because. And she has no, no end goal with it. I mean, there's the, the, she drug it 30 feet to where there's already chairs. And she didn't even sit down in it. She just drug it 30 feet just to drag it 30 feet. And then left it there for me to do something with. But, and it's okay you know, she wants to pull a chair 30 feet, I'm going to let her, because it's good exercise, like I said, um, but anyway, it just cried, you know, so, but he, it's not even his grandmother, but he's just kind of, like, taking this responsibility upon himself to, like, to take care of her, um, and, and, you know, she's not even in her right mind, and she's dragging this chair, and he's sitting there, all flustered talking about how he's it's got him wanting to drink he cares so much he's so so sweet it made me laugh because he's so sweet and cares so much that he's like you know he her not asking him her not asking him to help to to help move the chair made him want to drink you know and that just, I don't know, it's cracked me up. If you would have seen his face when he says it, you would have cracked up too, I bet. But he's just like, oh, man, things like that make me want to drink. And who who does that? Who wants to drink? Who wants to drink over, some, over someone not asking you for help? Him, because he's so sweet. And it's just, oh, God. He's such a sweet man. And I'm so glad, I'm so thankful 
honestly i'm so very very thankful that i'm able to experience the kindness and care of this black man i'm so glad that i get to experience who he is this black man who he is at the end of his life and getting to see that because i don't i don't know any black men i don't know any older black men and i love being able to to see what his character is like i love being able to see what he's like within his dementia and how much he cares and how kind he is <laughs> and um and what he thinks about and it's just so interesting to me and so refreshing actually it's it's so refreshing because because i you know i i believe in equality i believe in equality and my hope is that people people and people are various colors and from various cultures and uh, and backgrounds and and way in which you are raised um but my hope is that for all people we grow up to be um kind caring loving people um just so that we can be a good community and um and within um within a very peaceful community we are able to grow and and progress more um you know knowledge is is more attainable because you're less focused on the unhealthy aspects of society or the hurtful aspects of society for different for specific demographics or just for you know just whatever just i my hope for people is that we you know we grow get to grow up in um in a culture that is is loving that is equally loving and so um but for me not really having not really knowing any anyone of uh any older people of that demographic personally not really knowing that i'm so so very thankful to get to experience his his demographic as an older as an elder um as an elder person and and be able to experience that i'm so thankful to be able to experience his culture his demographic at this age in his life and get to see what he's like and 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 i found that you know he's <laughs> um he's as i expected he's just as i expected but it's nice to get to experience it and what i mean is that all people within every demographic within every culture they're going to be good and bad people and that is something that you know some people don't want to accept some people you know they have this like negative association with certain demographics or certain cultures and they don't want to accept the fact that within within all people from all different cultures and demographics colors they're good and bad people and you know that particular demographic um does not determine character um and so i'm just i really <laughs> he's he's also he's one of my favorite people to to talk to like we sat and we just watched tv one day together we i sat in his room on his bed beside him and watch tv uh with him 
don't know what movie it was, can't remember, that we just watched a movie together. And I've never gotten to, I've never gotten to do that. I've never sat with a black man, an older black man, and watched TV. Like, never done that. Um, and so it's just a very unique experience that I'm so glad that I've gone to do, ironically. Um, and just getting to see his culture, getting to see his character, getting to getting to have my thoughts um, validated, getting to have my thoughts validated on how, you know, we are all people and there's good and bad people within every demographic and it's simply a choice. It is a choice. It is within our choices that make who we are and not anything else. It is within our very choices and that's what you know, makes us good or bad people. And so I love, I love having, you know, the good of that. I love just sitting there with, <laughs> with him, and just you know enjoying his company, enjoying his kindness, enjoying his, um, who he is, um, and just being in awe of who he is. I love, I love being able to be in awe of who he is, um, in in his old age and and how he treats everyone around him. <laughs> <laughs> and is just so concerned with with other people and taking care of them and making sure that they're not overexerting themselves. <laughs> so, um, and I like calling him coach, and um, he lives up to it. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I know I just enjoy it. I enjoy, and I just kind of I always rub him on the back and and let him know I'm glad to see him because I always am. I'm always glad to see him. And they've kind of become like family to me. They they they've come like he's he's like a grand. I mean, I wouldn't mind calling him grandfather. Like he's 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 like a grandfather, um, and he in his in his behaviour and he's just so sweet. Um, uh, yeah, I have lots of grandfathers and and grandmothers in the facility, and it's wonderful. Um, and for those that are quite difficult, it's more like, you know, it's less like that and more like taking care of a child. But, um, but the rest of them, it's like, take, it's like helping my grandmother and grandfather. And, and sometimes I call them that just to make them feel at home. Um, sometimes I call the black man my grandfather um, just to make him feel at home, to make him feel cared about, to make him, you know, just, I don't know. It's just um, some of them... There's this one lady that everyone calls grandma, um, and she's in a different building, and I don't take care of her. I take care of other residents, but the residents in that building um, call her grandmother. Um, and so it's kind of like the same thing. What I'm doing, I will occasionally call them grandmother or grandfather. Um, so, yeah, that's just one of those things when you get to know them. And how, and, you know, and some people, they've spent, they, they've spent years, they've spent years with, with them, I haven't spent years with them, but sorry, I ranted on something that probably most people don't care. About. <laughs> most people don't care about, but um, yeah, that's what goes on in my head when I am with them. I really enjoy it. Um, I do. Want, I want to move on and do other things, but for the time being, um, I'm enjoying it. I'm trying. I'm going to go in a different direction, but for right now, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, 
Oh, and then... No, that's it. That is it. This is a very long one. That's it. <laughs> Good night.